Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Astromantics. I am your goddess host, Lacey Wester, and my other goddess host, Mary. Hello. And we are joined here by fellow goddess, Karma. Hi. 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 Even has the name, right? Karma's like a goddess name. Right. Totally. <laughs> Thank you. Right? Um, yeah, so you are here. We know you from broadcast, right? That's yeah, the awesome, awesome group that meets at Sanctuary. And mm -hmm. it's a great place for non-vanilla people, right? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to have you on. Um, I think I first noticed you actually before we even look at your chart. I first noticed you, it was a while back, and I think it was actually at did you, the alien orgy did you yeah I was there I was at the alien orgy yeah I re I went to the alien orgy and I saw and I think that's the first time that I saw you and um you were getting your ass handed to you on the <laughs> paddle block right? <laughs> yeah I was uh my friend was um popping me and I asked for deep fetty impact and my goal was to get like some a lot of bruises yes we were probably <laughs> very successful that night yeah <laughs> if uh I, so then when I talked to you this last broadcast on Thursday night and I asked you to be on the show I first asked, I said, hey, do you have Capricorn in your chart? Because Capricorn moons that aren't in the 12th house or in otherwise houses that wouldn't want mm -hmm. it tend to like being spanked, right? Like the mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So now we'll get your chart and we'll see where Capricorn falls in your chart. Yeah, I want to see the chart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, so I'm going to share my screen and you will see just you. No one else will see this, it's just you. Okay. Uh, we'll put the chart, this part, just this part right here in our show notes so that people can follow along who okay. see what we're talking about. But it's just the circle, nothing else. All right. So there's that sun there in the 11th house of cancer. This means that you love to nurture your friends and to be nurtured by your friends, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Friends are like family to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Build a home with friends, right? This is exactly homes with friends. So close to Leo Sun, too. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, very close. Yes, right. <laughs> a couple of anaerobics. She has a a Virgo rising at twenty eight degrees. One twenty eight. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then yeah, if it was just thirty minutes later, I would have been a, a Libra. <laughs> a Libra, which would not be Libra. uncommon for we find Virgos and Libras a lot at broadcast which is really interesting that's so funny yeah yes and cancers I've we've met quite a few cancer people too that are up here as well right like uh okay. um Elise who we had on the show she had a cancer son in the 10th house and she was a Libra rising anyway uh but yeah this says heavily I'm a nurse to friends and mm -hmm. I want them to nurse me also I find that people who have son do you have like interesting um, 
kind of telekinetic stuff with friends or like um, almost like psychic stuff with friends at times. Yeah, oh, I- once I start getting close enough to my friends, I'll will that will happen. Like my best friend that I've had for like 15 years now, she's like, get out of my brain, stop it. <laughs> yeah. So- People with cancer and wherever cancer is in their chart tend to have this interesting, intuitive, mom-like, family-like connection. Oh, yeah. In the 11th house, screams with friends. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. That was, like, (laughs) super interesting, right? you know, to see that. Well, you make, you would make friends feel like family. Yes. Right? Yes. Community. That feels more like family mm-hmm. out of friends. Exactly. Yeah. And you speak in that and you connect in that. And your son is there shining in that. <laughs> like all, yeah. all of this stuff in the 11th house. So like if you didn't have community, you'd probably feel empty or yeah, uh, off balance or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, aftercare would be really important to Ooh, you. Yeah. So after having you would need aftercare might be the best part yeah for real yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is super important to me and uh even as a dom like I when I'm on that side I do still get aftercare like subs will ask me what I would like for aftercare and so I still make sure that I get that fulfilled too on when I'm topping yes okay so the sub dom play well i noticed also that uh scorpio is in the third house mindset is in the taboo Mm -hmm. she put her mind in the gutter baby (laughs) (laughs) capricorn yeah capricorn fifth so fifth house is how we express ourselves in romantic pleasure right Mm -hmm. so sex for fun sex for pleasure is capricorn for you so mm. speaking, right? That Capricorn comes in here, right? So the reason why I asked, hey, do you have any placements in Capricorn? And you were like, no, I have a right, and you knew that you had a Taurus mm-hmm. Cancer Sun, and I was like, Capricorn's mm-hmm. got to be somewhere to make you mm-hmm. or to make you want to engage with right. that. And yeah, we find that in the fifth house of romance for fun and romance for pleasure is Capricorn. <laughs> right crazy yeah capricorn's daddy it's daddy daddy energy yes but she's a dom even there right in the fifth house of Mm -hmm. that is so funny (laughs) it fits it makes sense it's perfect it does um north node and scorpio though that's what you're pointing out so can you go north node so even meant to have some sort of play around taboo Mindset moon opposite. Oh yeah. Right. So you have your moon, your inner world, your feelings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All of that intuition in um in Taurus, right? Which Taurus and Scorpio have a push on pull between um pushing boundaries and being traditional and conservative, right? Taurus is yeah. like it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Right. And it's Keep it very- the same. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's so sturdy and reliable, though. Yeah, right, but stubborn, right? You are not going to get a bull to move if it doesn't want. Yep, to so then, yeah, so across from that is your north node of you know your karma in this life, like you know, a way to up level mm-hmm. 
it's in Scorpio. So it wants to do the opposite of what your moon wants to do, which is it wants to push boundaries. It wants to get, it wants progress. It wants change. It wants transformation, right? But Taurus mm -hmm. is like, nope. <laughs> but I'm good. What, what's wrong? I'm chilling. Yeah. So yeah. That's so your past lives, right? That um <laughs> know that's sitting in there. Yeah. That means you've you've been there, done that with Taurus, right? You've been you, that means you've done Farming. past lives. Yeah. Um <laughs> maybe being very sensual too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Five senses. Yeah, Taurus. That's right. That's right. But with this, you can't completely ignore Taurus, right? You, and you can't ignore anything in your chart. But like, mm -hmm. sometimes when we look at North Node, we're like, let's put all of our energy into that, right? And that's not really possible because you have this Taurus Moon that needs what it needs, right? It has yeah. So then it's even more about balancing, mm -hmm. right? Pushing all the boundaries but staying comfortable, <laughs> right? comfortable in chaos being stubborn <laughs> but pushing boundaries somehow right? yeah yeah <laughs> in scorpio scorpio rules the genitals right it rules everything betwixt the thighs the ants everything right yeah yeah and then you also have nessus here and pluto Ooh. so that combines nessus is the asteroid of um it can be physical abuse right but when you're learning to reclaim or energies right that are like that looking yeah. to reclaim that shit right from upbringing whatever um this is what you're doing so you're using this energy well right by yeah being who you are by being by playing in these roles of subdom even right they're both retrograde too they are they're both oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's so crazy because i i have used kink as a way to gain the like sense of control that i i didn't have growing up yes much yes it means that also <laughs> in your early childhood education you had some strong control things here <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, there's something about communicating it too right so it's yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. that's huge yeah. so it being part of like how you bring communication forward or bring communication into the world right that it's mm -hmm. and that whatever that betrayal was yeah or all, that uh, yeah they they play a role in how you communicate and then that plays a role in that North Node karma. Yes. Right. So it's like the healing is all tied in with the. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, the, so I love that there's all this like sort of hardness in the third house mindset. Right. And then mm -hmm. cancer is the sign of the crab. I'm tough on the outside. I will cut a bitch. Right. But soft <laughs> on the inside. Right. Yeah. And then this Taurus mood is like, let me chill. <laughs> right give me nice <laughs> <Yeah>. things <laughs> right <laughs> right like smoke some weed and do yoga is like yeah, yeah. Right. let's mm -hmm. just relax mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah indulgent food and stuff like that yeah <laughs> like good food right? it better be yeah it has food. to be good food yes <laughs> that is entirely 
you cannot, now I can never cook for you because I, now that I see your chart, I can't roll up into a cancer sun Taurus moon's oh, house. Totally could. If you made her your Alfredo, she would. Okay. Fettuccine Alfredo, fresh pasta. Like I would have to do it Ooh. up if I was having you over for dinner. Right. You know, like, yeah, like it would have to, be, good. I know it would have to be so good, but then it would give pleasure. Then you're bringing in that five senses. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so sub Dom, how long have you been doing that for? Um, it's almost been a year now, mm -hmm. pretty close to a year. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you like it? Have you been enjoying it? Yeah. Um, I started out like most of more femme presenting yeah. people. I started out as like a sub and realized pretty quickly that that I am more of a switch dom leaning side yeah so I do like taking more of a dominant role mm -hmm. um and I am very picky about who I, I submit to yes because that mind right wouldn't be able to see. yeah mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> yes but like would give it over to friends because 11th house has venus mercury right friends feel safe yes and in a trine to this power right mm -hmm. yeah so they have to present then as friend or they would have to go off in your mind as intuitive psychic friend in a way too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to allow it. Um, have you ever played with like um, blindfolding? I'm sure you have. Um, blindfolding, we have Saturn here, restraints in the seventh mm -hmm. house. So restraints with other, other restraining you. Have we looked at perfection yet? No. For about a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look that up. I okay. love that. Um, so Saturn in Pisces is, um, there's so many people too, um, that I want to have experiences with, right? Um, yeah. Like mature people. Saturn is also the planet of maturity, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Do you find that you like partnering with people who are spiritually mature, if not um, physically mature? Yeah, yeah. They do have to either be like mentally and emotionally mature or in my like earlier 20s, I was only really dating people that were older than me. Yeah, Saturn. Saturn in the seventh goes, I like maturity. Cap fifth too. And a cap fifth. Saturn Being mature. Yes yeah <laughs> yes you probably still like maturity yeah. yeah right no yeah yeah I still do <laughs> yeah and in particular spiritually mature or people who can like um make your mind transcend in some way right like uh, yeah I feel like you're elevating your mind right that that, oh, would, yeah. that would be awesome right so did you right. turn 28 yes okay so you were then last year in a fourth house perfection and then just entered a fifth house oh yeah so wealth started making a new form of wealth maybe yeah i, I got a uh, promotion last, last year, year. Oh, yeah perfect. i i moved into a different career like and i went into a different okay. area of my career oh that's amazing I a lot more yeah. <laughs> yes. You have Jupiter in your fourth. That means like there's um, a part of the way that you will make wealth will mm -hmm. be um, from the fourth house, from your roots, family, home foundation. Something about that will bring, mm -hmm. come forward and bring some kind of wealth for you. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Really interesting. And it's um, a teaching wealth too, like teachers, learners, spiritual teachers doesn't have to be like the most elevated ever, but you know, yeah, okay. it's like kind of spiritual. Um, and then, so you moved, right. Or so anytime that we have a fourth house perfection year, anything that's mm-hmm. transiting it will, uh, can be an indicator of I'm moving, mm-hmm. I'm doing, there's a change happening. So, or maybe like oh, yeah. nesting or something, right? oh, something yeah. at home. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I did move too last year. I got a new job and I moved into a different house. Wow. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Big move. That's some fourth house perfection yeah. stuff. And then yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is Capricorn getting spanked in front of a whole bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she's got the same thing you've got, Mary, that Neptune Uranus thing here, which again makes for a psychic. There's a psychic thing that happens. When people have these two conjuncts. Um, yeah, I also think about it as just being a generation of like um, unexpected dreamers, like or something. Yeah. Unconventional yeah. dreamers. Right. Right. Um, unconventional structures. Right. Because of the Capricorn. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And Capricorn is such a, a like a sturdy earth sign. Yeah. Right. Like it wants to climb. It's really um, driven. Right. So then when you put in an unexpected layer and then you put in a, a dreamy, uh, detached layer, Capricorn is mm-hmm. super happy. Right. But I feel like our generation took that as a challenge and was like, no, we will structure our unexpected dreams in a positive <laughs> yeah. way. Right. So it's like, in a way, even though it's something that looks like on paper would be a struggle, right? it's a generational set of planets set right there. And right. I feel like that group has actually done a lot of good. Yes. Unconventional yeah. things. Right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. People from the past, like Sigmund Freud had this too, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so there are people who are necessary to show future generations. It doesn't have to be fucking done the way everyone else thinks it should be fucking done right right right. yeah yeah uh so romance is like that for you (laughs) yeah breaking out of the box yeah that 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 does check (laughs) maybe that like kind like contracts a little bit like yeah that agreement Mm -hmm. what's our goal in this romance oh seriously yeah 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 that's kind of sexy (laughs) what are we achieving right power coupling in this right now thank you right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. oh my god i love it (laughs) and the next year you'll go into a sixth house perfection year on your birthday yeah and that is aquarius right so that's even more unconventional oh yeah (laughs) and that'll be leading into your saturn return yeah right so yeah um, maybe right big <laughs> little shakeups but I think you know I I kind of I feel jealous of people who have a Saturn in Pisces right because then it becomes your life's purpose to be spiritual to be you know to and transcend right. right to like mm-hmm. break boundaries and meditate and like you know what I mean like it's uh it's a higher elevated type of wisdom yeah. And it's your life's purpose, right? So you're going to be gearing up towards that a little bit when in the next few years. 
but I'm kind of jealous because oh, wow. I feel like the people who come out on the other side of the Pisces Saturn returns are going to be the coolest people <laughs> ever. It's all I'm excited <laughs> coming up. They're like, I know you keep trying to bring me down, but it's not possible. For yeah, you. <laughs> I know I'm you're untouchable but... up here in these clouds. You just can't. Yeah, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> And then also I see, see, she's got this vertex. So vertex is like faded others in our life, like other people in our life. And then D mm-hmm. is our other uh, committed other kind of what signifies what we like in an other, other people, right? There's ourselves first house, your first mm-hmm. house is very Virgo. There's, I pay attention to details. Thank you very fucking much. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, that shit is bad. It went bad two days ago. No, we're not using that as an ingredient. I need details. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's also like an engineer. So something, so there's a perfectionist to the way of a person as a Virgo rising puts themselves together, uh, you mm-hmm. know, like a preciseness, right. Mm-hmm. Virgo rising, which is interesting. Um, and you always come dressed in something that's like lingerie, right? Something that is showing off you, those beautiful, that beautiful bust you've got going on. Cause <laughs> answer son women got the boobs. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they all got it. <laughs> right. Sometimes even painfully. So surgeries and stuff. If, mm-hmm. I know people who have like Mars and Saturn in cancer in certain houses can have to have surgery and stuff because they're so well endowed, you know, that would be a problem. Oh yeah. I've definitely had that as something I, uh, I've thought of doing before a reduction. Right. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be the first lots yeah. <laughs> because they're so like cumbersome, right? <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> um, eighth house. Yeah. Aries, Eros, Eros right which is what you and I have right yes oh but this right the DC vertex um do you ever ascribe to so cancer traditionally doesn't super love poly poly but the Mm -hmm. Saturn vertex DC could be very poly in Pisces or like Mm -hmm. poly leaning do you yeah do you think that you feel that yeah that that like I do still like having a primary partner. I know some yeah. people in polyamory don't like that, yeah. but I still like having a primary partner. The answers then... tend to. Yeah. They tend to yeah. like connecting yeah. to one. Who is my family family? You know? Exactly. Yeah. And then I like having the non-monogamous aspect of like friendships or other kind of relationships outside of that too. Right. So like that's a combination of that. Um Uranus. Uh, Neptune Neptune Capricorn but then also that Pisces right Saturn yeah they're they're in a a sextile a flow to each other right so unexpected Neptune Saturn goes let's make boundaries but Saturn and Pisces goes where do I put those yeah (laughs) yeah right and then Neptune makes it even more right Neptune goes but we can transcend it all almost right like (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh and then Uranus is just like let's just keep shaking shit up let's just never land (laughs) right (laughs) that's the feeling (laughs) between seventh house of partners and fifth house sex for fun sex for pleasure let's just never Mm -hmm. keep them on their toes yeah yeah keep them yeah that's exactly 
Mm-hmm. When you think they're gonna zig, let's zag. Yeah, yeah, that's your <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, so you were saying about Aries. Aries Eros. I have an Aries Eros. So do I, but it in different houses. Yeah. Your di- first house, my sixth house, and now your eighth house. Yes. Which would be an intense, right? Aries Scorpio combo. I get intensely turned on by winning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a quickness here too, though, right? Oh, quick attraction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Almost like a fault in love fest. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, quick to infatuate. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, and if I don't feel that feeling, I'm quick to cut it off. Like if it's not, if it's not happening quickly, it's not coming. Exactly. It'll be like three dates and I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling that. So (laughs) it's okay. We'll date it. You feel it every time in our home life. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like blunt when it comes to your sacred space, right? You're like, no, you didn't make the cut. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Plus that cancer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right. Cancer's like all <laughs> snip. Right. You didn't yep. make the community. Yeah, you didn't make the community. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> You're the weakest link. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you have Pariapis too. So Pariapis is where, do you like to penetrate women? Yep. I love strapping. Yeah. (laughs) That's something I was thinking about recently, Pariapis. So it's not a, it's a point in our chart. It's not a a thing in the sky. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that um, Pariapis is where um, it's a point that is closest to the moon when you were born. So this is the closest point to the moon Mm -hmm. uh, node, closest nodal point concerning the moon when you were born. And Mm -hmm. for women, it represents a huge dick. It's big dick energy, if you will. (laughs) And and in Capricorn, right? And so- When I see a pariapus, it means usually to women. I have seen pariapus in other people who we've interviewed. It's eighth house. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a to merge. I like to penetrate someone, you know? And for yours, oh, yeah. it's fun. Yours is fun. <laughs> in the sex for fun house. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that checks. Yeah. And creativity. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm creative about it. yeah fire creativity too yeah it does right for you and for them and then neptune yeah okay so uranus likes to shock or surprise right um Mm -hmm. that's the zig i go zag right right? there's that thing you can't see me Mm -hmm. i'm unexpected yes yeah yeah yes and then, so there's something about this too. Have you ever tried um, like electro shock or electric? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have a, a violet wand. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> Another thing that is how you express yourself. You're the you're the daddy with some toys, right? Oh, Sagittarius yeah. in the home. Toys in the home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. People who have a Sagittarius moon should come to your house or come to your place of work, wherever you do it, because um, you would get along well with them. You would inspire the shit out of every Sag moon you've ever 
encountered. <laughs> Point them out to you when we're at broadcast. Oh, okay. The Jupiter there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just just as a like, oh, here's like, I just need more sages in your life. Yeah, more, 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 more. That my best friend's a Sag, oh. the one that I've had for over fifteen years. Yeah, oh, perfect. <laughs> You're gonna attract. Yeah, you are. Sages and, and uh, cancers, right? Sages and cancers. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm, I was like, other than her, most of my friends are cancers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then you can bet that they will have a similar community need, right? Yeah. Yeah similar needs and hold a similar space for mood changes mm. right because mm-hmm. you've got to have that right it's tides it's yeah high tide it's low right tide. it's a fellow the meeting up with your fellow oceans right okay yeah and different yeah, waves crashing I understand waves it's just normal mm-hmm. right in the ocean the waves crash yeah other people yeah tsunami right but like other ocean types are like no no it's just a it's cool it's chill yeah (laughs) uh neptune can usually be it has a glamour about it right so there's something glamorous and showing that so a part of the way that you express your sex for fun sex for pleasure is one being a daddy right yes two being you know, shocking, unconventional, literally shocking in this case too, right? Violet wand. Yeah. <laughs> Penetrating, right? We have that here too. And then Neptune is like, it adds almost this, uh, it adds a, a spiritual component again, something some, something kind of transcendy, right? Something that's like deep, right? Mm-hmm. Something that is like music. Uh, I listen to music. I understand music. Does it have words? No, it's not exact. You know what I mean? Like Neptune. Oh yeah. Yeah. Neptune. Yeah. <laughs> go. Sorry. Um, I was just gonna say I do like if I want to have like a really good cry session, I will listen to like some really emotional music <laughs> in the shower. Right. <laughs> to express yourself, right? Yeah. Do you ever want to make or, or or create a space for people who you are playing with to cry? Yes. Yeah. If that's something that they want, I'll, yes. I'm definitely open to creating that space for them. Cry community. Yeah. Well, it might yeah. take <laughs> on a little bit because eighth house is intense subjects, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So something about touching someone so deeply, right? Third house Scorpio, right? Yes. Something about touching someone so deeply. Profoundly. Profoundly that they emote right or that something yeah some kind of release happens for them like that would bring you immense joy mm-hmm. like to have someone in your presence have a moment or you know yeah not a bad thing but like something that's like whoa profound yeah no seriously I, and that's part of what I love about topping is like seeing people's bodily reactions to what I'm doing and like reading them that way like that's my one of my favorite parts is like feel the energy deep intuition yeah feeling that yeah exactly <laughs> right yep mm-hmm. yeah that, that could be part of your life's purpose right mm-hmm. yeah with Pisces too it combines those them. emotions when those that intuition yeah right mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. that's hard though because you have a you have a fair amount of virgo right <laughs> virgo chiron yeah. um so like you know we we're talking about um 
the balancing out of of different things in the chart right so we were in yours we were talking about Taurus Scorpio right um mm -hmm. but now if we talk and that's one kind of pair right they, they're all they all have their own personality yeah. even as a pair right. so then right so Taurus is more about like staying the same and conservative and resources where Scorpius other people's money pushing boundaries and progress right ambition um, like those right. those two can get along in a room right but they're going to be like kind of different people now if we talk about Virgo and Pisces right this is like a surgeon and mm -hmm. musician well yeah like a stoner hippie musician right <laughs> can heal but in very different ways right um, yeah and, and maybe see healing in a very different way, right? Yeah. Surgeon is like, let me cut you open. Let me take out that and fix it, right? Where mm -hmm. Pisces is a little bit more um, animal therapy, musical therapy, Hopefully getting, fluffy thing. you know, uh, maybe like microdosing so that you can get like above reality a little bit, right? So yeah. your life's purpose is more in the latter, right? But your physical body is that surgeon, is that perfectionist, is that healer, right? That Pays wants to be in service. Yeah. Physical, deep, physical service, right? Medical, so, physical service. almost. It's not yeah. necessarily the easiest pairing, right? To find balance with, especially because Virgo doesn't like starting messy, right? Mm -hmm. That perfectionist mm -hmm. piece. And, um, Pisces doesn't give a shit about <laughs> anything messy or not messy. It doesn't, it's not even an entry in its mind, right? It's like that fish is just swimming upstream mm -hmm. and taking life yeah. on a fun moment, right? Um mm -hmm. where Virgo wants to plan. Yes. Precise, right? yes. So these, those are two that will have to take some work to balance out, right? You have to recognize when that Virgo is Virgoing and when that Pisces is asking for attention. Yeah. Right. And so mm -hmm. as you move into more of your Saturn return, you'll probably feel that pull of Pisces mm -hmm. more and more and more. And you'll meet oh, yeah. you'll meet faded people. Yeah. To help you on that journey of of going with the flow, of being that fish in the pond that's not it's you have like in the moment, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. Um, how do you transcend reality? How do you transcend pain? Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That it's in your house of other too, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So this is your house of self versus your house of other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? It's an ongoing balance. It's an ongoing uh, mystery kind of to solve. Pisces is very much a mystery. Right? Very sensitive. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Sensitive. Very, yeah. Sensitive is it. But like it it's able to transcend though right like but you have to put your mind there almost to you have it. to disconnect a little from reality right and virgo doesn't love doing that sometimes so virgo's like I I to thoroughly grounded <laughs> yeah. in reality right and yeah there's a little bit of detachment you literally have to put your head in the clouds to, to kind of connect with pisces right so that's why yeah people that have pisces are like you need to get more stoned <laughs> yeah to get more you know <laughs> whatever we need yeah. to do to kind of you know get that like mindset where you can go a little higher or you can kind of overcome some of the Virgo mm -hmm. right Virgo really likes to be precise wants to know what's going to happen the whole point of Pisces is not to know 
-hmm. what's going to happen. So there's a fundamental maybe struggle within you, right? Like, yeah, but now I want to see what happens magically. Right. And so... Yeah, I read tarot a lot and I sometimes if I'm doing it too much, like my cards will be like, stop. You need yeah. to stop right. needing to know what's happening. You need yeah, to allow things to happen. We're done. And so the yeah, exactly. moment it's about feeling it out. What is my gut? Mm-hmm. Right. If it, yeah. Virgo doesn't feel good for some reason, right? If there's some reason that it's it's going too hard, the opposite of that is to let go and then just see what you're Mm-hmm. what is your gut telling you to do in that moment like shut down everything and that's why meditation is powerful it's prominent pisces people right mm-hmm. um recalibrate right mm-hmm. um so that you can listen to your gut and then in your case that might be extra important because virgo is loud or it was like yeah we were doing this the right way i'm feeling anxious as fuck right now right <laughs> yeah <laughs> again. i love that he's laughing i love that the delight on your face like this whole time it's just like yeah <laughs> it's a fun chart to read it is it's it's quite a deep chart to read too right because yeah we, there's a lot going uh, on in it <laughs> well there's so much water right and then there's mm-hmm. so many other watery things that intersect with other things right mm-hmm. yeah it's a, a a beautiful um it is a it's the beautiful side of sexually informed if you will right mm-hmm. it's that it's that beauty in death, that beauty in intensity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that beauty in intimacy, you know? Yeah. You know, definitely... A writer or a gamer or something like that. Relayer of messages. I did, uh, like, I did go to art school for screenwriting. I haven't done it in a while, but I nice. do. I am a writer, yeah. Yeah, MC <laughs> well, and Gemini. Workhouse is an air. Yeah. And MC and Gemini. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. but the North Node in the third house was another reason um, I was wondering about writing specifically because, yeah. right, there's an added thing. Oh, a, I'm a Sag. You can hit me. I don't want you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sag is push them when they say something true. What the fuck? Yeah, they it, made? that's grounding for Sag. I think is what it is. But yeah, no. So writing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, your workhouses are in the air, right? So that's mental and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, communications of sorts, yeah. right? And then your actual MC career line is in Gemini, which would represent things like tech and communication. Um, yeah I worked in a call center for a long time for like most of my job career but I would would (laughs) think that writing would be more satisfying right you're good yeah writing is way more satisfying you can you can communicate very well right that's probably always Mm -hmm. been said but uh with that Scorpio north node in the third house right telling the stories that you feel more passionate about dark about even yeah Black Moon Lilith or or things that you're interested in right Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah, more surfacey level. Maybe on a more ADHD level, right? Like yeah, <laughs> and you just like shared your yeah your current interest. That could be an MC in Gemini, right? Quick, like uh, not too deep, but curious, right? Yeah, yeah, um, that definitely is so, rings like me. <laughs> and then That's Black Moon Lilith there too in Gemini, and then Mars, which is sex and vitality with partners, right? So I don't know if you've ever thought about starting something like that, 
you know, talking about mm-hmm. partners and or having a something for your subdom or something like that, you know, would be maybe interesting. Yeah. Or cooking. Our <laughs> <laughs> layer of messages. Or other thing too, um, Black Moon Lilith also makes me think of tarot too. I was way, gonna say right, maybe doing tarot mm-hmm. um in some sort of tech way. Yeah. Right. Uh Gemini. But then your audience would be basically you, right? Or people that feel outcasted in the same yes. way that you feel. Yes. That yeah. Or yes. maybe people who feel like they've been told they're too much or too ADHD their whole yeah. life, right? That Gemini vibe. Yeah. So that's your that's your people. <laughs> it's people that in work anyway. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. her house of career and legacy mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. like pushing curiosity, pushing stories, pushing story, um, youthful, um, youthful mindset too is kind of Gemini. Oh yeah. So anime, mm-hmm. you know, Gemini love anime. Like, yeah. Um, or like or animated cartoons yeah. of some sort, right? Like, or that youthfulness. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yeah, ADHD kind of thing Gemini has is like it wants to move so quickly from one topic to the next. And I think they get like demonized for it, probably as kids, right? Like you're not paying attention. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, I know it's getting like I've like, already moved on like 10 steps. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like I would be one of those people that pick up a hobby and then just kind of forget about it. And then I'd why do you always why do you ask these hobbies if you're not gonna finish them? <laughs> but the beautiful thing for Gemini is like your permission to not finish shit. Right? Yeah, you don't have to finish a book, you don't have to finish a project. No, nope. you're allowed to follow whatever your curiosity and interests, right? If you love opening a book and then you never finish it, that's okay. That's yeah. Gemini. And even just fucking rubbing it in other people's faces. Oh, you don't like that. <laughs> oh, look at my whole bookcase oh, of half-read books. Yeah. You know? Like that's just <laughs> oh my god. But that's something about your career and legacy. <laughs> you know? It's like there's like a stack of books with bookmarks in them. Yeah. Right but it's still like a pride thing for a Gemini, right? So yeah. like yeah. bookcase. Yeah. Is cool? Like but some so your career is in here, right? Somehow. And mm-hmm. so that's permission giving for doing more of that, right? Yeah. Don't feel bad about yeah. switching. <laughs> Or, yeah. you know, moving on to the next interesting thing. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what's going to lead you to some sort of legacy or career yeah. fulfillment. Okay. To be more Gemini. Yeah. Yeah, right. Something definitely about it, like a relayer of messages for outcasts in a way, right? Because Black yeah. Lilith represents where we feel like if we speak up about this, we will be excommunicated from mm-hmm. polite society, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's probably why I feel so at home in kink, like that kind of right area, being able to talk to other people in like a similar community, yeah. Yeah. And understanding. We tend to be neurodivergent, ADHD. Yep. And you know, like <laughs> that's so true, yeah. <laughs> and who have easily felt like outcasts, right? Like and then it but what the lovely thing is how what a welcoming community those people make for other people right right for real yeah I've met some of like the most kind and caring people in the kink community so far right it's the most genuine yeah exactly 
there are sometimes I'll run across people where I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Get the hell out. You know? Yeah. It's so like one off. Effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this guy, he came in and he to Sanctuary and it was by night. It was after broadcast. And he mm-hmm. was like, He's all, how do you know you're not talking to a lesbian? And I just wanted to smack. I was like, oh, I'm going to punch your face right now. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. You know, I'll just talk to them like a human. That was a walking, penetrated dick who didn't give any consideration <laughs> that there were vaginas there. Right. 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 It was his world. Yes. They were just and that was the vibe he was getting off. And he was like, I feel so awkward. And I said, yeah, you're going to have to deal with that. And then I left because I was like, we're not talking anymore. You know, like, I'm not yeah, like, I love to make everyone feel comfortable unless you're somebody who is like, I don't know. I just came here to, you know, and you're all, oh, my God. It's those people that are just like actively making other people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you're not here for self-growth. Okay, so kink. I feel like when people are in it for some sort of growth, right? Healing, healing, elevation, right? Which is interesting to think of it as a healing thing, right? Especially when somebody's getting their ass handed to them, right? Yeah. (laughs) But it can be, Mm -hmm. right? You can see some major intuition, body reading going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's beautiful, right? There's a beautifulness to it. That per like- it's a way to transmute some mm-hmm. crazy traumas in life in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even like, yeah, I love it. And Me too. you're one of those people. You're one of those people that elevate people in some way, <laughs> right? An elevator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely want like having community and making them feel like seen and heard especially a a community of outcasts that may have not felt like that in in their life yes and and heavily feminine too right because cancer Taurus Capricorn even right Mm -hmm. Scorpio feminine sign right they're all that sort of yin energy receptive energy holds space for you come float in my tank yeah right I'll hold it so well. I hold the tank for you. Right. <laughs> yes. So that is really kind of fun, right? So very, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a lot of that. A lot of. Something tells me you can maybe like teach people that aftercare too. Yes. Maybe it's because of your moon in the ninth house. Right. So that's kind mm-hmm. of a natural teacher. Mm-hmm. And then writing abilities. Yeah, but then that Cancer, um, Mercury, and Venus, and Sun, and then you put that with a Virgo rising and being in service, right? I feel like, uh, one, people would listen, two, you would communicate well, mm-hmm. um, and three, that ninth house moon, I think, would thrive with some sort of teaching element, yeah, right? mm-hmm. or anything that you feel really passionate about might be a, a teachable thing for you mm-hmm. no, that's, I definitely have thought about being a teacher at one point so like that checks for sure um, I do like, very enjoy happy. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> even teaching from home online right even if yeah. you were just like sh- demonstrating showing you know that might be well mm-hmm. because of the sad right so work from that's home I was thinking that's what I was thinking yeah the work from home piece 
Mm -hmm. even writing right writing working from home as a writer but then that yeah now right and now (laughs) all these different pieces and we try to throw them in a blender to make something you know what I mean like only Mm -hmm. you ultimately know what feels Mm -hmm. the best right yeah good stuff though yeah but yeah, Taurus Moon playing with cutting off the senses, like meaning like put an earplug so you can't hear the person. You can only see them or put it on a yeah. book so I can only see them and feel them, oh, right? Have you ever done a sensory deprivation tank? That'd be interesting. I haven't, but I've always wanted to. Yeah. That would be very interesting. If really you were to like tune out your senses, what happens? Right? Yeah. Really- yeah, especially with like that Virgo rising, my mind's always being super chattery. <laughs> yes, yes. Your Saturn and Pisces would love that. That'd be a great way to combine those two. Mm-hmm. A sensory deprivation tank. You'd be able to hear almost. You'd be removing certain layers. Yeah. Right. Like to kind of get deeper, which uh, Scorpio North Node likes deeper. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go deeper. Let's get more real. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, alrighty. That's our little. That's your little fun mm-hmm. time, Astromanics. Awesome. Did you find it helpful? Was it really fun? It was really fun and very helpful for sure. It um, definitely helps give like that a little bit deeper meaning into my chart because I've tried to read it and there's a lot going on in it. So I have. I'm not to the level of understanding it to, as much as you guys. So it was pretty eye opening. We call, we call ourselves translators, right? Because this is a whole uh-huh. different language, right? So then when you're right. one line at a time, it's hard, right? Because then how do they interact? So I feel like we're yeah. translating mm-hmm. the sky a little bit. Like, uh, this is what this feels like. This Putting words, mm-hmm. right? So like the the symbols that make no sense if you haven't like studied it, yeah. right? <laughs> it's another language. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, even for us, we look at our charts and we find something new and every time, Always. right? There's mm-hmm. such a complexity to it that it's hard for people, even when they're really good at research, mm-hmm. right? To like mm-hmm. make sense of this. Would you find it useful? Do you think if you like knew one of your person's charts, like one of your sub's charts, like would it be kind of interesting? Yeah. Yeah. That would be really helpful. Right? Oh shit. Cause even just Chiron, right? Even just wounds. Yeah. Yeah what leads to healing and can be triggering that's what Chiron yeah mm-hmm. right I'd be like right it almost feel like cheating See? like I know everything <laughs> let me preach this magic right like yeah magic of knowing right being able to see deeply well I think maybe if you had a sub that was like on board mm-hmm. for having a chart for this purpose mm-hmm. right we could like for science Ooh, make your subs be on our show they can be anonymous <laughs> yeah <laughs> now you have to you hear you like make them come on the show. <laughs> tell them to just tell them <laughs> what would it be even i know i die my aries uh is very penetrative assumptive though it's more of like assumptive <laughs> but <laughs> very aware <laughs> yeah it is yes i am very aware that i can assumptively be controlling whatever I know I know <laughs> I get it astrologers helps you see that a lot it right? has it has I used to think I was patient I'm not 
<laughs> I did. I used to seriously do that, but it's wrong. It's actually wrong. I'm actually not. Isn't it a lot of freedom, <laughs> like freedom knowing that, right? You're like, I don't have to try to be patient. I'm not patient. I'm actually, if I have so much Virgo. So you have a Virgo first house, right? I have a yeah. Delium there, right? So I have Mars, Saturn, Jupiter there, right? So what happens is like, oh yeah, but when I know that, <laughs> now I've got to be perfect about it, right? Like I've got to know that detail. Yeah, you're you're on worst enemy. On my worst. You have two malefics. Yep. And a perfectionist sign mm-hmm. in your day to day house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Astrology is kind of vital for you for that reason. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Man, it's helped me be a better service to others, right? Because then I go to war for the details. For oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You turned the thing that could have went inward in a negative way outward to help instead. Right. Right. And that's what key for any Virgo right. energy ever. Right. Yeah. right. Right. Got it. Anyway, thank you for joining <laughs> so much, Karma. Yes, thank you. Jeff, yeah, thank you so much. Yes. Um, <laughs> do you have vulnerable? Do you have any um cards or anything? Or are you taking on like so su- you're doing like your subs are mostly friends, right? Are you are you doing like- yeah. yeah, I'm mainly just meeting people in person and kind of becoming friends and then leading into that. Okay, okay. And then if they if they work for that community, Pass the family, journey, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your community, I'm going to need y'all to bring uh, Karma some cookies, fresh made, awesome cookies, right? <laughs> um, and then also something really nice and fun, something silky, like some kind of amazing glow, oh, yeah, right? Tours, right? Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be quality, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if you want to be in Karma's community, bring her cookies and something really nice. Some gourmet yes. food, some amazing kimono, right? Preferably. Yes, you'll win me over with that for sure. Right. I know. <laughs> so I know your chart and I know now how to win you, right? So like, yeah, <laughs> please, astrology. I do think yeah. that if Lacey made you the Alfredo, right? like that would be, oh my God. Yeah. Game over. And then as you're eat, as you're eating it, you can like hold on to either one of your stuffies or I have an alpaca for a stuffy. Oh, and she's so soft. <laughs> in a kimono, right? In yeah. something that is like feels good on my skin. With a bubble bath. Yeah. See? It's like overflowing. Dom overload. Now you know yes. you're necessary right. to win yeah. mass sugar. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> right and then she will treat you right she'll do all the things right oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean she would do them anyway because it brings her joy right right Virgo rising yeah oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. brings the joy all right okay now i'm really <laughs> done i'm really actually actually done now okay okay <laughs> thank you thank you so thank much, you so much. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.